When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a Fright Fest 2014 special of It's the Britflix.com podcast. This is a Fright Fest 2014 special of It's the Britflix.com podcast. Welcome to another Britflix.com's podcast, a Fright Fest preview special. And Today I've got with me over uh, calling us from uh, Los Angeles. Can you introduce yourself, please? Hi, my name is Stephen Lancelotti. And what film are we talking about today? Uh, the Harvest, which we'll be playing uh, over the weekend. Cool. And do you want to give us a brief synopsis of The Harvest? Um, yeah, well, it's, it's essentially about uh, a sick boy who's mostly immobile, and he is kind of uh, taken care of by his doting parents in a very, very insulated environment. So much of the fact that he really has no friends, he has no life except for just kind of existing in this with this um, sickness, with his disease. And one day, a little girl who just moved into the, uh, a nearby neighborhood kind of ventures through the woods and discovers his room and essentially, you know, just moving there, has no friends, and kind of latches onto him as her only friend, except the parents are not very excited about you know him having a friend and having yeah. someone else kind of uh, interrupt their very isolated environment. So, and that's kind of where it picks up, you know. And then it, as it moves along, there you know it kind of um, you know it has some its own little twists and turns. So um, I think just giving the setup is probably the best. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the best that sounds, approach. That sounds that sounds an intriguing tale. Um, now. In, in in Fright Fest, there are going to be scares and there's going to be lots of gore. And if 50-50 is 50% scares, 50% gore equal, what, what would be the ratio for your film? I'm guessing it's going to be more on the scares front. Yeah, I mean, I would say that there's, um, not to turn off the viewers or your listeners, but like there's probably zero gore. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of some things maybe, five percent gore you know <laughs> and the rest is going to be dread and suspense and and hopefully you know you're invested enough in the characters that that dread kind of builds up to something special for you they're the kind of horror films i like to be honest with you yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely not kind of like going off the you know i, I mean i love like i love a good you know gore fest that's like kind of the stuff i grew up on i mean i grew up on trauma which is like kind of um you know which is just all it was was just you know, complete gore, you know, and, yeah, yeah. um, so, uh, like the toxic Avenger and all that stuff. So, um, 
yeah, for me, it was it was interesting because, but I just I definitely uh, wrote this particular one to be very small and secluded and uh, and and not a gore fest. So, and do, do do you know what time what slot it's playing at at Fright Fest? Uh, I believe uh, it's on Saturday at eleven one twenty and three thirty five. I think I, that's what it said on the website. So I'm not a hundred percent sure how. Accurately, I navigate. I think I've got, website, I've got, 11, I've got 11 a.m. in the main screen on Saturday, the 23rd of August. Yeah, and then there was two other times afterwards. Yeah. Okay, so this it's playing in the Discovery screen as well. I'm not 100 percent sure of the of the layout. Yeah, but that sounds that sounds. Yeah, right. they got what what it is is at Frightfest they have they have a main screen which is the bigger the bigger screens, and um, they have what they call Discovery screens. So smaller films play in Discovery screens, and where there's overspill. I think for popular films, they put them on in other screens as well. Great, great. So, that sounds uh, excellent. So it sounds like you're in full demand already. I wish I could go. <laughs> ah. So you're not you're not able to come down. You're not able to get across to see it. No, not this not this time. No. Is that, is any other is any of the uh, cast or crew coming over? Do you know? I don't know a hundred percent, but um, I believe you know if anyone were going, it would probably be John McNaughton, the director. Okay. Um, but I, I haven't. I, I I know he was just at another one. Uh, so I'm not a hundred percent sure if he's if he's making if he's going to be able to make it. I'm not sure what his schedule is. So okay. he may be busy on something. Well, look, you're 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 the writer of the Harvest. That's correct. Yes. And uh, and I'd be fascinated to know that during. I mean, what 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 gave what gave birth to this idea, as it were, for you? You know, it was very funny. It was just it was like one of those things where. I don't know. I mean, as a screenwriter yourself, you know, you kind of like toil over things for a long time and they kind of crystallize in your mind and things just kind of like over time kind of like fall into place. And th those are always those are always good. But really the ones that like are kind of like really inspired, they just kind of they just kind of present themselves to you like almost like fully formed. Um, in this particular case, that's what happened with this. It was like in one day, I just I this idea sparked in me. Uh, it's a long story, but this idea sparked in me and I just, um, I was like, whoa, that's really messed up. <laughs> you know, that's really interesting. And then I just kind of scratched out an outline on, uh, on a legal pad. And if, you know, if you look at that initial, initial, like, um, initial, uh, outline, you would see that it, it basically is exactly what the movie is today. I mean, it was, you know, cause the, you know, the bones were strong. I mean, like, you know, structure is like so important, obviously, especially in, in a thriller, you know, um, and they had good bones and that was it. It was just, it just worked. It just, it just worked. It's like, okay, well, this all, this all works. And if you compare it to the finished film, you would see that it's like exactly the same, which is pretty rare um, in my experience so far. So um, it was exciting. Yeah. And, and in terms of um, them fleshing that out with the, with those, with those strong bones, as you describe it, what, what was some of the, um, the challenges in the storytelling for you to resolve? What were some of the sort of big ideas that you were trying to, you were trying to get in there that was, that was maybe proved challenging as a screenwriter? Well, I mean, the, 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 the most challenging thing was I, I kept everything in the perspective of, of one family mm -hmm. and uh, the main character essentially doesn't leave his room. So it be, you know, the challenge was mostly, you know, it, instead of like this kerfuffle of like, like madness and constantly cutting and moving around and going wherever, right? You would just, uh, in this case, I had to, you know, kind of be kind of calm and reserved and, and treat it more like almost like a play, 
in a sense, which I've never written a play, so that becomes a challenge. Yeah. So it it was much more. Um, it was much more. Uh, I had to rely more on the characters, kind of like behaving in certain ways, and and you know I didn't have a lot of cutaways, didn't have a lot of places to go. So you really have to um, focus on the characters and make them strong, because there's really not a lot of other. There's, you don't really have a lot of things to rely on, and in my opinion, you know, it's something, you know, I, I don't know, they just, that's just kind of the way it, it worked. And in other movies that I've written, you know, that are like faster paced and move around and, and, you know, have different points of view, you know, you're able to go, okay, well, we'll just jump here for a little bit or we'll jump there, or we'll jump there, you know, but this was like, there wasn't really many places to jump and you had to kind of have everything more or less, um, more or less, in line and kind of perfectly executed otherwise you know structurally otherwise it was just going to kind of crumble so, so it's a sense it relies on the kind of when characters choose to reveal something that when the audience gets let in on certain elements of where you kind of pop out your twists and your turns in the story i would say so yeah absolutely and and in i'm guessing then is so is, is it is it very much a con i mean it, it, it it's very much a contained thriller then in, in that it sense, is yeah yeah so it, during the pre-production stages, then, what what were what were the um, what were the challenges sort of fed back to you then in turn from 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 the director to you and then and, and how did the, the script shape up during that process? Well, I mean, there was you know as far as physical production and then you know the development of the script was you know I gave this uh, the script went off um, to a producer friend Kim Jose uh, who got it to an agent who was who rep John McNaughton and then he he read the script and liked it and you know so then he kind of wanted to, to make it a little more it was it was very grounded but he wanted to make sure there was just a few parts in there that were a little sensational I guess and he you know he wanted to keep it a little more grounded which was you know fine by me that's kind of the direction I was hoping to go I just couldn't help myself in some parts <laughs> um, so I went out to Chicago for a week and we uh, we kind of got to know each other and, you know, I came back and then uh, did the rewrite and then that was pretty much what we went to the table read for, uh, you know, for the most part. And then from there, once Michael Shannon and Samantha Morton and Natasha and uh, Charles, like, you know, sort of trying to listen to their voices and, you know, and, and Michael and, and Samantha have a great relationship. So they were kind of like, well, I don't think we'd say this, we'd say this. And, you know, which I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. It's great. You know, yeah. it's, you know, the intentions of every scene were intact and it was great. Um, we had Peter Fonda who uh, improvised most of his lines, uh, which was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause his, his role was, uh, you know, his role as the grandfather, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was sort of like a, a thankless role in a sense. Cause you know, it was, it was a smaller part, but he, he kind of made it his own with a lot of improvisation. Um, and so then from there, but the real challenge in pre-production was nothing to do with the script. It was, we, just as we were revving up to uh, to get the movie prepped, we were we shot in the, in the Northeast and you know upstate New York to accommodate Michael Shannon's schedule because he was uh, in a show called uh, Grace on Broadway at the time. So he was doing theater at night and then had to you know film the movie in between. But we got hit with uh, Hurricane Sandy came through and wow. was just destroyed. York in the sense of destroying it, but it flooded out for days and the, and, um, you know, the director couldn't get to the production crew. And it was like a big, a big thing in the sets where the, the house was in upstate New York, which was, was very badly affected by the storm. So 
we were worried about all the tree branches and all that stuff. It was, it was very, it was very, it was a scary weekend, like waiting to see the, you know, not for all the people that were, I wasn't, I didn't care about any of the people who were going to be thrown out of their home from the storm. I was worried about the set. So, um, I'm a very, very giving, caring person. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not self-centered at all. No, I would, I would, I would, the thought never entered my head. Good. So in terms of, um, then take it, taking that sort of, final script onto onto set then what was um what proved to be the challenges i mean i mean how how much involved were you with the shoot from around well i was on, i was on set every day okay um, you know they're they're very uh john's very open to having the writer around which is nice mm -hmm. uh it's rare but very nice and uh, i was on set every day and i i believe what you know everyone is always like oh you need, you know, you, to make a movie, you need to write a, con you know, a, a contained thriller. Contained thrillers are, are great, you know, because they're cheap and this, and, until you have to shoot every day in the same room <laughs> for <thir> <laughs> like, you know, for 30 days. So I would say like the biggest obstacle for the crew and especially Rachel, the DP, was shooting, you know, all of these scenes in one little room, you know, so that became maddening for them. You know, not for me, I was at the craft service table drinking coffee. I was fine. But they were completely just like, you know, I think that the claustrophobia was killing them, you know? So I think that was, you know, so when you write a contained thriller, try to write a contained thriller in a huge warehouse. To, to give, give people room to breathe, you mean? I think so. I think that's for the best, yeah. Oh, so, so you're, you're you are literally shooting in a, ha in a house. This isn't a set that's being used. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I have a pack of wild dogs running through my house. I apologize. It's okay. I think that's good. It's good foley for the uh, for the podcast. Yeah, I, I think it, it adds, you know, to my you know, humanity. <laughs> if, if if only it was dark here and the moon was coming up, and I could, you know, I could be. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like the howl of a chihuahua, you know, to set the mood for a horror movie. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, so no. I mean, it does. It does take place mostly in. Um, in the boy in Andy's room, you know, we we obviously explore the rest of the house, and we do we do leave. It's not a it's not completely claustrophobic. You know, we do definitely go a few other places, mm. um, but yeah, but it's there's definitely a good majority of the movie takes place with our main character, who is essentially kind of, you know, stuck in bed. So, and then without without giving, I mean, I don't know how to do. I, I ask this question each time, but I, but I'll, I never know. How it plays out, but you know, without giving too much away, and um, actually, I should probably say, in Fright Fest, I don't, I don't know how how a lot of American filmmakers that have come over to to see their film play have been excited to see their film with the Fright Fest audience. It's almost like the audience in and of itself, because obviously it's packed house of genre fans. Yeah, has, has almost yeah. become famous in, in its own right. Um, so, with that in mind. You know what, what? What would be if you could? If you want me to be a fly on the wall for you and feedback to you, what what would be the thing that you'd be most excited to see the fright, or, or an element of it where you'd be most excited to see the fright first audience sort of respond or or experience in your film? I mean, there's certainly some gasps in there that kind of there were there were some there was a particular scene that we we when we were filming. Um, I remember looking over uh, to one of the producers and we both were just like, Oh my God, <laughs> that's so horrible. That's so horrible and horrifying, you know, but, uh, but ultimately without giving anything away, I would say the acting is just in acting in this movie is just 
kind of the highlight. Um, you know, Michael Shannon is always wonderful, obviously. Samantha Morton just put herself through the ringer for this part. And, um, and she kind of put her heart out there and it really shows. And um, Natasha, Natasha Callas, she was in the, the possession and she's just a, like, she just essentially, she kind of, I mean, in a way anchors the movie, she kind of grounds it and she's so wonderful and, and, and funny. I mean, she, you know, she's really like brings some like uh, relief to the movie, you know, cause she's very funny and cute and nice and, mm. and Charlie kind of, you know, he's, he's the, he's the boy and he's just so wonderful. I mean, he's just, he's great. So I would say the acting is probably, um, just these four actors kind of all coming together and, and really doing some, some really great work. So, I mean, because you'll, you'll care about them, I hope, um, it'll make what comes, you know, mean so much more because they're, cause they're, they're, they're all so, so good at what they do. So it sounds like, you know, there's a, there's, there's, there's a lot of substance to this that isn't isn't going to be all about the kind of the, the kind of surface tropes of, of of horror, is it? At all, it's going to be about caring caring about the people we see. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it. it yeah. I, I hope so. You know, the, look. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's a movie, and you know, most movies kind of conform to certain certain tropes and elements and stuff. You know, um, but but at the end of the day i do think that you know you're going to really be invested in the characters hopefully and um and you know it's a nice little ride it's a nice little movie you know we're not you know there's no transformers um <laughs> there's no aliens you know it's it's just like a night it's a, it's just a good little movie i think you know i think it has some some uh um uh you know it has a nice has a good message it has interesting characters and uh you know and it ha definitely has some a, a few moments where the fright fest audience will be like whoa that's pretty that's pretty tough <laughs> so i'm sure i get i get the message back to you then when i've uh, i've experienced it with yeah you. yeah I, I i that would be great that sounds it sounds like a fun place to see it you know well yeah i mean it's i, I, I don't uh, this year it's at a new venue so where where previously it was a i mean it's, it's moved about four buildings across leicester square so it's not you know revolutionary change but the building itself we've gone from uh one one cinema that could hold 1500 people mm -hmm. which was a bit wow. like a sporting event as much as it was a film event yeah um, yeah it sounds like it it sounds like it so now the main screen is spread across three screens in the new cinema so they'll be playing simultaneously that's uh, great but but it won't be the big the big sort of event thing. So it's going to be interesting to see how it, how it pans out this year. Cause it's, I mean, it's the fourth venue in the, in the Fright Fest lifetime. So, you know, change, change is inevitable as anything else in this life. So. Of course, of course. Yeah. Now, yeah. uh, Britflix is a website about British filmmaking. Now, obviously we have Samantha Morton, we can lend our support to this film, but also because Fright Fest is such a big British event, I get to sort of, I get outside of my remit for a couple of weeks which is why I get a chance to speak to people like yourself. Right. But, but it'd be good as part, as, I mean, I do this with everybody, but obviously with yourself, um, if you could recommend us a British horror film that you feel is maybe grossly underrated and deserves more kudos. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, you're going to hate me, but I'm not too well versed in, 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 the British uh, horror, you know, scene. So um, I have I have two friends that are great horror writers, and they're from the uh, they're from the UK. Um, Nathan 
Nathan Nathan Brooks and Bobby Lee Darby. They're they're doing uh, they're writing. They just wrote uh, See No Evil Two, which uh, is coming out in October. And they're they're wonderful writers. They're they're someone to watch out for. I think they're going to have great great That's careers. The, Sus- and- the Susque twins are. Uh, are yes, they directed that. that. Yeah, 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 they directed their movie. Yeah. So they're, I mean, those are great writers and, uh, I, I, you know, those two are, they're really, really talented. So they're, that's exciting. Um, but the movie that I saw, you're going to kill me because it's a French movie, but, uh, I was recommended this movie and I, I had not seen it and I still wish I had not seen it. Um, but it was, uh, Martyrs. I, I know that a lot of people are kind of groaning cause they've seen it, but I was just like completely bowled over by this movie. It was so upsetting to me and, um, and the person that recommended that, he's a horror director, actually, and he's, he's doing a movie that I'm working on now, uh, Victor Garcia. And I, I, I email him often just kind of cursing him out for recommending it to me because it was like – it just affected me and was so upsetting that I can't stop thinking about it. And um, so I, – but I don't have any other ones. But I would love some recommendations if you want to give me some. That would be I'll, great. I'll send you I – did, I did a 20 British horror films you should watch for the BritFlix website. So I'll, uh, I'll make sure I send you the link. Oh please do. Yeah, that sounds good. I apologize. I hope uh, I hope I didn't No, no. I mean it's I mean <laughs> if, if in terms of the martyrs that's, you know, that's a hell of a pedigree. I mean, I know I know that Alan Jones, one of the four people that um that runs Frightfest, that's one of his, I think he ranks that as one of the, like the, the most important horror films to have seen, you know, in the last 15 years or so. Okay, well that's good. I mean, At least I mean and, yeah. and, and and like you, I mean I, I share your experience when I when I saw it myself. And I made the mistake of watching it at one o'clock in the morning on my own. Right, yeah. Three, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. It was horrible. <laughs> and at three in the morning when it finished, I was exhausted and had no one to talk to. And I definitely needed somebody. I don't know what you were like yeah. when, when it finished. You need to get a chihuahua because they're fun to talk to. <laughs> yeah, no. I think this, it's one of those films where you 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 think it's going to go places that you you don't you're not sure you're happy to go yeah yeah exactly and i i just i just watched it um probably two months ago and i i can't like i can't like stop thinking it's very you know it's definitely it it taps into some of the themes and ideas that i like you know what i mean and that was Mm. kind of what was so exciting but then it just goes in places you're like what (laughs) you know so um it was very, very good, very well done. Well, so, right, yeah, I but I look forward to that list of, of movies because I'm always, I'm always up for catching up on, on good stuff that I'm missing. Yeah, well, the the the, the guy who wrote and directed um, the Martyrs did a film called The Tall Man with uh, Jessica Biel. I saw that. I saw that. Which which has got a lovely a lovely little twist. It was complete. I think it was missold as a slasher film with the whole imagery it had because it's a much. Oh, it, I- I watched it because here in in America it was released on demand, like very quietly. It kind of just slipped in and just was went away. Hmm. And I watched it. and I was like, "This is a nice looking movie. I don't understand why, you know, why it just kind of, you know, fell away. You know, it just it didn't get. I don't I don't know if it got the right support or, like you say, it got misrepresented. Uh, I'm I don't not so know. sure whether or not they could agree whether it was a conservative's wet dream or a liberal nightmare, though. Right, 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 right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Well, look, sir. Uh, do, do you know? Do you know if the harvest has got official release date? We we don't have an official release date yet. No, no. But okay. I will certainly keep you posted as soon as uh, as soon as there's some information on that for sure. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, look. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, of course, I hope I didn't bore your audience to death. I apologize. The movie is way better than my interview. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, you're here to promote the harvest. The very fact, which, the very fact. I know your dog doesn't agree with me, but the fact that we're talking about it is all part of raising people's awareness in the run up to the festival. So, yes. Well, I, I hope I hope that worked. Look, it was fascinating <laughs> for me. So I appreciate the time. This is a Fright Fest 2014 special of this is a fright fest 2014 special of save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.